the ugly truth will always be free, so it's clear the Uggs aren't in it for the money. But if you're a fan, we'd appreciate any support you can give. Visit UglyTruth.com and check out the Support the Truth column on the right. You can donate, download our mobile app, or shop the Ugly Mall. All proceeds go right back into the show. As always, thank you, and now, on with the Ugly Truth. Are you ready for another mind-altering dose of the sisters who will say just about anything? Jamie. Listen, at the end of the day, when the lights are out, all cats look the same. And Paula. Do I look like I'm incapable of purchasing my own underwear? Welcome to another unfiltered episode of The Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 136. How are you, Ugg? Ugg! Ugg! I'm all right. Just uh, trying to enjoy the week and relax. I don't know why. Yes. I've just been kind of tired or something. But Well, you know... I'm I'm hemorrhaging by the way today. That was me last week. God, I'm just I'm I feel like I'm just being drained of my life force. I thought I pa- I, woke- I thought I passed my own uterus at one point. <laughs> I woke up I woke up this morning and I can always tell when I've started my period because when I wake up in the morning my alarm goes off and my body feels like a hundred pounds heavier like I like I'm weighted down with like weights and my eyes open I'm like oh god. It's today. Everything in my body just feels like a spasm and a cramp. Like my back, oh, yeah. my stomach, you know, yeah. everything. And I'm just like, uh. Well, it was funny because the other day I told Daryl we're sitting on the couch and I go, oh, my boob hurts. He's like, what? And I go, mm-hmm. I have a shooting pain going through my left boob. He's like, are you concerned? I said, no, I know exactly what it is. I'm PMSing and it's really, it's going to be like a really... It's going to be one of those puberty ones where, like, when you were 13 and you literally were just, like, helpless to your own body. Oh, God. I, you know? My first period lasted, like, 10 days. I soaked through jeans, <laughs> you yes. know, pants, like, everything. It's just, I, you know, I'm... They probably should have taken me to the hospital because I only weighed like a hundred pounds. They're like, and you, you were know, probably and I like, probably lost like you know six pints or something. You were prob- like that. And you were probably like transparent. You were so pale, oh, right? I just you laying know, on the couch like a like paper see through worm or something. And like, so, what is this casing of a human over here? Well, so like last week, I texted you when we were in mm. Reno. Of course, I got my period, and I hadn't had a period in six months. And so we had talked right. about how I was going to go to the doctor, and I yes. probably had cancer and all this stuff. Well, you so. still need to go to the doctor. I probably yes. should, but mm-hmm. obviously, I relaxed enough to get a period. But yes, a couple days before that. I had been sleeping on my stomach and then I sat up and my boobs were just achy and I'm like, oh, am I about God. to leak milk? Because it was the same <laughs> sensation, you know, like I, oh, when God. you're just you like, I so mm-hmm. I like felt the sheet and I'm like, oh, the sheet's dry. I'm like, nothing's dripping. So I'm like, I guess I'm okay. I don't know you why know, I'd be lactating, but that would be cause for severe concern right. and perhaps you would need to attend I would a, need a to medical facility out, but should you begin lactating yeah that but, no. it, but it felt that way that was the weird part yeah i don't get the i don't i mean my actually well my boobs just double in size essentially right. and i you know and i do resent i do resent pms because especially if you've had a baby you know immediately what it is oh, because yeah. I, I mean especially me luckily i know i'll never get pregnant again you know as right. long as they stay married to Terrell. yeah so it's like I know if you did get pregnant, you'd have some explaining to do. A lot of explaining to do <laughs> in front of an attorney, probably. <laughs> but it was, you know, I woke up and went, oh, my God, it's today. And I'm like, oh, so I got up after I did my Napoleon Dynamite sigh, <laughs> went to the bathroom. I went, oh, God, today of all days. Well, as we will discuss, it's been quite a week. Yeah. Halloween and then just continued. I mean, and yeah. I don't mean the party. I just mean event after event continued this week. I don't know about you. You sound like you've had some downtime. Yeah. Last week was our busy week. This week, yeah. you know, we're just trying to recover. And so, yes. I mean, it took effort for all of us to go to the grocery store, for God's sakes. Like, do you ever have <laughs> weeks like that where it's just like, oh, God, we are out of food. If we don't go to the grocery store, we will starve to death. It's true. Wait, now, please tell me, do you make this a family affair? Of course we do, Jamie. You oh, know we do why? everything together. Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> I don't. It was... Uh, you need to break away occasionally. Well... You might feel a little better. It's possible, <laughs> I guess. But 
we Ryan had football practice on Tuesday and so Mm -hmm. it was from like five to six and so I'm like well that's pretty early I'm like why don't we just go afterwards because the store we go to is right by the field that he practices at right right by the time practice was over it's here in California it's basically gone from like you know summer to like late fall because the temperatures are dropping like in the 40s at night I know and it's getting dark at like 3 30 and so (laughs) it feels like the sun sets yes it is so we were sitting out there in football watching him practice and we were wrapped up in like a blanket that we had in the back seat of the car and I'm just like I told Victor I'm like you know thank god he doesn't play like real co- like football like college football or something like that and we don't live in like Nebraska or well, Ohio or something I'm like where it's like below zero I'm like and everybody's I, wrapped in you know, you know I'm fur. complaining because it's 54 degrees outside and I can see my breath and you know yep Olivia's like can we go home and get under the hot blanket because <laughs> she she wants the heated blankets it's funny that you said that because yesterday was Malia's last freshman football game of mm-hmm. the season and we got there, game starts at 5.30, it's already dark, and we're sitting there, and I did not bring a jacket, because I've been, well, you've been to her football games, it's warm, it's, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're still doing that weird, like, hot flash kind of yeah. temperature, where, you know, during the day, like, I went outside, and Victor's like, oh, it's getting brisk, and I'm standing out there, and I'm wearing a tank top and, like, you know, pajama pants, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's real cold. <laughs> Yeah. So we get out of the car at 530. We get out of the car. It's dark. I go, oh, God. He goes, what? Daryl's like, what? And I said, I'm going to be cold. I can already tell I'm cold when it's 70. Yeah. So I know I'm going to be cold. So we go. We sit down on the metal bleachers. Oh, God. Those things are freezing. So now I feel like I'm sitting on a piece of ice. It's like sitting on an ice cube. Yeah. And I'm wearing, you know, leggings and, and boots and a sweater. And it's just the sweater is just not cutting it. And it's one of those open, real open crocheted sweaters. It's not even like a real sweater. I'm sure it's just a decorative sweater. It's not like, you know, sweater to, you know, create warmth. Right. It's perfect for the beach. So you don't get wind. The wind doesn't blow through you on a T-shirt. It, right. it prevents that. But no, I would probably get sunburned if I wore this to the beach. Right. You know what I mean? It's not a it's not a winter sweater. So we're sitting there and Daryl said, well, I'm going to go see if they have like hot chocolate or something. So he goes back. He goes, they're sold out of everything because everybody is like little icicles. I know. So we're pathetic. Californians are pathetic. <laughs> I know. So it's time to leave. And we're all standing around going, girls, let's go. You know, congratulations on your last season. Let's get out of here. Yay, fun. Let's go. And home. all the parents are standing around. And we're like, he goes, yeah, we're Californians. We're freezing. I go, well, our blood is thin because it's been 100. Yeah. It was 100 three weeks ago. I mean. Yeah. It was literally like 90 to 100 degrees. Yeah, it was 100 degrees. I said, so we're, our body is just not acclimated to cold weather. I said, it's 56 degrees and we're like thinking it's like Tahoe snow. I know. It's so cold, you know, but we'll acclimate and then one day we'll come out and we'll be like, oh, it's only 56. Thank God. It's like so balmy out here. Oh, we yeah. love California. I know. We're, it's terrible. We're absolutely pathetic. Whereas, as I told you before we started recording, Natalie, producer Dub's daughter, who got married three weeks ago, when it was 98, by the way. God, it was she... so hot. That's right. I forgot. I was sweating. <laughs> yes. Yes, you were. Jeez. Okay, go ahead. She left for Virginia to be with her new husband. And it was very difficult to, you know, and if you've ever, if you're old enough and you've ever sent off your child to college, then you know how difficult it is to send your child off. Sure. It's weird because when I sent Tyler off to school up in Humboldt, it's like five or six hours away. Right. I sobbed the whole way home. There's something about looking in the rear view, seeing your baby, who's an adult, but seeing your baby waving goodbye to you as you're going back to home and leaving them there deliberately. I know, huh? It is really, really hard. And so when you are watching your child leave to never return as your little one, it is it is a sadness that you cannot grip and you can only understand it if you've gone through it. It sounds foreign to me because I would never like deliberately leave my kids anywhere on purpose for forever. Yeah. And the thing is, you can convince yourself. You're like, look, when we have these little humans in our hands and they're babies, 
you teach them constantly daily how to be clean little people, how to feed themselves, how to walk, how to talk, right. you know, how to dress themselves. And then when they're older, the hard part comes in where you're trying to teach them how to be decent and not be assholes. And then you teach them how to be productive. And, you know, you're trying all of these things to get them to be good human beings on this planet. And the only way they're going to be good human beings is if they go off and set forth into the world and you set them free. But it's like the worst feeling on the planet to do it. You don't want to do it. It's horrible. And so, but your mind is telling you, this is it. This is good. You're supposed to do this. But your heart's going, no, that's my baby. Yeah, really. It's so hard. So as as a parent who has done this, I knew what producer Deb was going to be going through. Right. So I stayed home and said my goodbyes the night before. Had my little cry by myself because I I knew that I had to be the strong one. I knew it. So they spent their time at the airport. They said their goodbyes. Natalie, of course, sobbed all the way through security. Producer Dub comes home with Mackenzie, the 19-year-old. He comes, walks in the door and just lost it. And it is hard. And he was, he's like, I don't think I've ever cried this hard in my life. And so I said, honey, it's okay. I know exactly what you're going through. And that's helpful. You know, it's good to know that someone understands what you're going through. And so in the very sweet, tender moment, he's crying and tears are falling down his face. And so I go up to wipe his eyes and I poked him in the eye. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> and he's like, ow! Yeah. And that... That was the end. End scene. Snap out of it. Exactly. I accidentally poked him in the eye, but he's like, you poked me in the eye. I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, you were already crying anyway. I mean, just gave you (laughs) a reason now. Now I gave you a reason to cry. Anyway, so yeah, that happened this week. So Halloween was really fun, though. You came over. I'm so glad that happened. Yes, we came over. Olivia dressed up as a kitty. And yes. Ryan dressed up as Star Lord, I think. Star Lord from, from the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. which I've never seen, but you have to see it. It's so good. I know we you hate watch, science fiction. Yeah, but you... I'm not a fan, and I don't really like Zoe Saldana or Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Yeah, she's annoying. Well, you I know, agree. I know we've talked about this before, but you know, in Avatar, she was blue. And then in Guardians of the Galaxy, she was green. green. And I'm just like, (laughs) I would start to, like, question question. my acting abilities. Because I'm like, you guys want me to disguise myself as anything but myself. (laughs) Right. I know. I know I should feel, like, good, but I don't. Anyways, so we probably got to your house, like, a little after 6, I think, on Saturday. And um, the kids were just super pumped to, you know, go trick-or-treating and do all that stuff. And... You know, I normally dress up, you know, I plan in advance with the kids, like what I'm going to be. And so for whatever reason this year, I just decided I wasn't going to dress up. And then the kids were just like outraged that I wasn't going to do something. So I'm like, well, I guess I could go in the closet and just see what there is. And so I put together a poor man's cowgirl, basically. Yeah, you did. You did kind of uh, get a little lazy this year. I'm actually surprised because you're usually really into it. I know. I don't know what happened. Well, you know, every year is different. But, you know, for me, I keep it simple. I just do the wig. Yes. I don't do the whole costume thing. I mean, Daryl and I have, we have a plan in the hopper. Should we ever actually get invited to a, an adult Halloween costume party? Oh, okay. We're going to go as Morticia and Gomez. Okay. <laughs> That'd be a good one. Well, because you know how he is. He's like, I can't keep him off of me half the time. He's True. always kissing me or touching me. Not that I'm, I'm, and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that that's our relationship is mm-hmm. he's always like me and more. And he's always like kissing yes. my neck and stuff. Right. And that's how Morticia and Gomez are. And oh. so we thought that would be so cute. That you would know, be, be so cute. Yeah. And he'd make a good Gomez. Yeah, he he's always had, you know, he's he's worn mustaches in the past. Yeah, I don't think he could ever get his eyes that buggy, but... He's got buggy eyes. Buggish eyes. Yeah, they're buggish. Yeah. So anyway, we have that in the holster. Should we ever have to do the couple costume thing? But, you know, this year I just decided to do the wig and I thought you looked cute, though. I I didn't think you I didn't think you looked like dumb or anything. No, I mean, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. You know, I mean, it was 
believable. <laughs> it's not like I looked like I was just some hick, you know, trick or treating. So you could have put a like a piece of wheat in your mouth and maybe put some freckles or something. Oh yeah, the girl with celiac should be chewing on a piece of wheat. <laughs> oh god, I didn't even think of that. That would have diarrhea the whole night. Be like, what so. happens? To, what's going on with your mouth, mom? Why is yeah, your mouth right. all puffy? Why do your lips swell? What happened? Oh, I'm eating wheat, literally killing myself. Chewing on wheat. as we're trick or treating. So, yeah, I could chew on a piece of rice, but I don't think that would pass as the same thing. So Probably not. So we took the kids in your immediate neighborhood, and then we drove to another well-known neighborhood. Yeah, um, you know, and, you know, listen, I'm not a big fan of going into a different neighborhood, you know, to infiltrate. But it's not because we live in some poor part where no one has candy or good candy even it's like just me. that go ahead right but we have like five people on our street that participate because everyone else is retired well you only have old. like 12 houses in your whole little right. immediate like neighborhood yes so you know we got one set of trick-or-treaters not including our own right and then that was it so you almost have to go to another neighborhood to if you want to trick-or-treat right so, and I didn't feel bad about it. It's not like we were being greedy or, you know, going to mansions or something. We just no. went to a little residential area that's really close to us. And I thought the kids did really great. Yeah, they did pretty good, you know, for the the few streets that we went on, which was actually just perfect because mm-hmm. it was starting to get, it was like 8.15 or something. And we were kind of like, yeah, we probably should wrap it up. And yeah. it was perfect timing because Olivia started to get tired, of course. And so... Well, what was funny is you even said, uh, I think it was last week, you said, oh, yeah, Olivia will find someone to carry her bags for her. Like, oh, she yeah. won't. She won't. And and sure enough, Natalie uh-huh. ended up being her handler. Yeah. She was carrying her little trick-or-treat bag and everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm surprised I didn't end up carrying her back to the car. <laughs> But as soon as we left your house, I don't even think we were out to the stoplight before she was oh. like, you know, head cocked backwards, you know, <laughs> wide open mouth breathing, kind of sleep. She was done. She was tired. She's just like That's, me. When she gets tired, she's just tired. It's and like, so we're done now. Sleeping she immediately. Has to sleep immediately. Shut down. <laughs> That's cute. They had some of their candy that night because we went through and we did the uh, big trade. I didn't realize everybody did trading. But oh, yeah, that's very very normal. Our kids, they kind of trade, but they usually just say like, you know, here, Ryan, you want this one? I don't want it. And he's like, oh, OK, here, you can have this because they don't like the same kinds of candy. So sure. it kind of works out good. Like Ryan likes the chocolate stuff. Olivia likes more of like this the sour, sweetened kind of like Starburst and things like that. Well, I think what it is is that normally... Um, kids like especially like around Ryan's age that's like the perfect time that's the perfect trick-or-treating age is that you go with your friends and then you all dump your candy out together and you just everybody trades yeah that's how it used to be you know that's old school I saw a bunch of friends on Facebook post pictures of the next morning they're like you know the big trade and you see all these (laughs) kids with their candies and you know it's true it's it's like you know I don't know I forgot what it reminded me of like Maybe a big pot bust or something like that. You know, <laughs> people are trading different things. Drugs but. everywhere. Yeah, it was fun, though. We didn't get any t- terribly suspicious candy. There was a couple of, like, Mexican candies in there, like, jawbreakers or something. I didn't, I can't speak Spanish, so I don't know I think it was pinata, pinata candy. I don't really know what it was. And then I want to know, who's the asshole that's handing out foreign cheese nips from some European country. Yeah, that was weird. It was like a bag of, like, like a fun-sized bag of, like, Doritos or Fritos or something. But they were cheese balls. Like yeah. cheese puffs, I guess. But they were a weird cheese puff. And I don't think they were in English. So I... They weren't. I immediately confiscated both of those Well, nobody's getting them. I'm like, you're not eating cheese balls from some strange person. That's weird. Yeah. Well, is the candy all gone at your house? We still have tons. I'm pretty sure it's gone. I'm pretty sure it's gone. (laughs) I was actually bummed because I had a good uh, supply of Almond Joys, and I think I left them at your house. Oh, well, no one's going to eat them. Of course not. So they'll be here for you with your Udi bread that I forgot to give you. Yes, I was thinking about that, too. As usual. Victor, you know, he came through and raided their candy things, you know, at night. That's the best part is after they go to bed, you go through and kind of just pick through. You're like, hmm. I know they'll never eat this, nor will they miss it. I can't ever eat anything, so well, I just, no, you know. Well, no, that's true. You'll die. 
uh, I just picked through and looked at anything. And I was really pleased, though, with the neighborhood that we went to. I think the kids each only got like five Tootsie Rolls. So I know. And not even vanilla ones. No, they weren't like real, like active season Tootsie Rolls. And they only got a few like really dumb candies, like the the peppermint stars that you get at like a restaurant. You know what? Who the hell? I mean, really? You know. Why would you buy those? Did they run out and just say, here, what do we have? And they said, oh, I pulled this out of my purse. I had this. Oh, I gave out granola bars one year because we had run out of candy. I think it was like the first year. And so we had house get egged. We had chocolate chip (laughs) granola bars. So they were like somewhat candy like. But we didn't know. We didn't know what it was going to be like. That's so funny. Well, you never know. I've heard of people going through like 11 pounds of candy, which I think is absurd. We, we used to go through at least between six and eight bags every yeah, year. Yeah, I've gotten through. We used to go, I think on average, we'd go through about six pounds yeah. of candy. I, that just, just saying that sounds ridiculous, but a lot of candy. what are you going to do? It's a lot of kids. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. Visit UglyTruth.com and click on the Facebook and Twitter buttons to friend and follow the show. If you do, there's a good chance you'll hear all about their ugly and awkward moments as they happen. Plus, you can share yours with us. Go to UglyTruth.com or search for us on Facebook and Twitter. And now, back to the truth. Okay, so with that, I wanted to talk to you about what happened yesterday because I think it's really funny. Well, I don't know if it's funny. It's just me. I'm starting to wonder if I'm a narcissist. I don't think I am because I actually have feelings. I actually have empathy, but... Well, you might have empathy, but you decide when it is displayed and who it's given to. Well, isn't that normal for everyone? You're that way. Well, you may inadvertently, someone may inadvertently be empathetic, like see something and be like, oh, you know, but then you might decide like, I'm empathetic, like right now, I'm (laughs) going to be empathetic. (laughs) And the reason I'm going to be empathetic right now is because it's in front of all these people and it's going to make me look really good. That, I've never done that. I've never done that for the sake of others. That's very narcissistic behavior. Okay, yeah, no, I've never done that part. Okay, so yesterday I had to go to the eye doctor. I had an eye appointment about a month ago, but I couldn't get my eyes dilated back then. So I decided I would get them done yesterday since producer Deb was working from home. I would just get them. Now, they dilate my eyes because, as I've said in the past, I have freckles on my eyes. (laughs) And now you can call them a mole if you want to, but they are freckles (laughs) because they're not huge. But they're there, and so my doctor likes to check them every other year to ensure that they're not getting bigger or changing size, you know, eye cancer. And so I'm all in. I'm like, yes, absolutely, because I don't want eye cancer. And if I do get eye cancer, I want to catch it right away. So I get my eyes dilated. First of all, you've had your eyes dilated, yes? Yeah, I have. Okay, it burns. It sucks. Yeah, it's not pleasant. I had to get Olivia's eyes dilated earlier this year, and it... It was like trying to, you know, pin a baby down because she's still at that age where she will try and refuse things. Well, sure, sure. Oh, wow. That must have been brutal. It was not fun. And they they have to put like three different sets of drops in each eye. And I'm just like, you want her to hold still for six drops? I'm like, are you kidding me? The first one, especially if the first one burns. The first one does burn. And I'm like, yeah. why can't you do that one last? But I guess well, it's, it's just the order of things. I believe the first one is the numbing agent. So when the anesthetic goes in, it doesn't like singe your eyeballs and you go running out of the door. And then oh, the third okay. one kind of soothes everything. So the first one numbs the eye. The second one dilates the eye. And then the third one soothes the eye. Okay. Again. Anyway, so I got it done. I'm wearing my sunglasses. She checks everything. She's like, no, they're still there. You're good. Great. Good. So now we're, we leave. Now, I know that people say, doctors say, that dilating your eyes should be back to normal within three hours. Yeah, I'm, they told us four hours, but... That doesn't happen for me. I had my eyes dilated at 8.30 in the morning, and it was about 3.30. Oh, that's right, because t- we were chatting, and you're like, I can't see. I'm sorry. I'm, and I'm like, Everything's oh, okay. blurry, and <laughs> I'm putting on my glasses, and I've got everything super far away, so I can kind of see what's going on. But And that was towards the end of the day. In the beginning of the day, I couldn't see 
anything. And so my eyes never really felt the same, like the same day that I would get the dilation done. Like it always, they always just seemed off. They do seem off. And so I told Daryl, I said, you know, I could kind of go for an egg. And he goes, oh, you want to go for breakfast? Because we took, well, we took Malia to school. And I said, yeah, but I don't know how it's going to go because I can't really see. And I've got to wear sunglasses. So he's like, well. Do they do they need to put a cork on your fork so you don't poke yourself in the eye? No. Like but in I, but Dirty I Rotten Scoundrels? I can't read the menu. <laughs> I, it's blurry. Like, everything's super blurry. I said, I can't see anything. And he goes, he goes well, I think, we, I think we can do it. It's just eggs and hash browns. So we went to Coco's. Well, I was going to say, I mean, what all do you need to see on the menu? It's an egg breakfast, Jamie. It's not like you're no. ordering, you know, scallops I, and. But I, I told Daryl, I said, you're going to have to kind of tell me what they have because. I mean, I can go, I can be that person to the waitress going, I just want eggs and hash browns and hash. Can you make that happen? I mean, I I don't want to just like blurt out something that they have to kind of compile themselves. I want to know what their little combos are and stuff. So anyway, right. we go to Coco's and the lady, <laughs> the lady, she walks up we, to us and Daryl goes, yeah, too. She grabs two menus and just starts walking away from us. And I go, is that? Is that us? Did she see? Did she say something? Yeah, are you like, are we see? just supposed to intuitively follow her? Or? Yeah, and he goes, yeah, I think that's us. I'm like, all right. So we start walking. Then I would bark out my order, but go ahead. <laughs> and we go, and she puts us in the sunniest booth in the entire <laughs> restaurant. God. And so I open up the menu as if I can see anything. I go, well, I can't see anything. And so I, so Daryl's like, all right, well, what do we, what do you want? And so I told him, I said, do they have it? He goes, well, I can't see anywhere if they have hash. I'm like, please don't make me attempt to look at this menu because you can't find the thing. I'm sure they have a two egg breakfast that will yeah. come with some sort of meat and hash browns. <laughs> and they do. And I said, well, do they have corned beef hash? He's like, well, let me see. And so because he takes more than 30 seconds. I'm getting irritated because I can't see. <laughs> what was he on the lunch menu? I mean, my God. I don't know, but I'm just said, I should. Look at the headings. It tells you what, you know, <laughs> he goes, egg, well, <laughs> egg, egg plates. And, you know, he goes, they have two egg breakfast with hash browns or potatoes. And I said, all right. I said, do they have corned beef hash? Because that sounds kind of good. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I don't see it here anywhere. And I said, well, are there multiple pages of the menu? Perhaps you could. Peruse. I go, and so I start, I'm seeing blobs of photos. I go, and I point, and I go, what is that? And he goes, well, that is corned beef hash. And I said, okay. So they have it. Are those eggs on top of it? He goes, yes. And I said, all right. So I'm getting irritated. I don't like being blind. I've decided I can't be blind. Whatever happens to me in my old age, blindness can't be it. Jamie, you don't, you don't like being out of control. It doesn't matter whether it would be blind <laughs> or deaf or speech god actually i would love to take away your speech that'd be funny what you would not well for like a day i mean i can only imagine how angry you would be if you couldn't like (laughs) talk to people or tell them what to do right Mm -hmm. well anyway so we're sitting there and finally the, the the waitress comes up and i I just went ahead and said, this is what I want. I go, can you do corned beef hash? And, and Daryl's like, they don't have it as a side. I told you. She goes, well, we have an off menu. You can order it off that menu. And he goes, you know what? Never mind. I will order the corned beef hash with eggs. And I said, okay. Now, I, in my mind, I'm going, this is what it's going to be like when we're relics. Like when we're really old and we're going to be at a restaurant and I can't see. And he's got to try to handle me. This is what it's going to be like. You guys are going to start becoming violent. We will never be violent with each other. But finally, we get... I couldn't... I mean, it was it was difficult to eat. I couldn't see. It was so crazy. I said, this is what it's like to not see. So now I have a whole new respect for people who can't see. God, Jamie. I'm serious. Do not compare hard. yourself to the blind. You had your eyes dilated. Paula, it was so blurry. I can't even I, believe this. Okay, go ahead. It's true. That's exactly what it was. It was ridiculous. And so I told Daryl, I said, listen, after she took her order, I said, you're going to have to get better at handling me. I just have to tell you now, this isn't going to go well in our lives if I become the invalid and you're the one that's caring for me. We've got to make this right. I will hire someone. I was going to say, you need to hire a personal assistant. That's what I said. I go, I will hire someone to help me out who's with it and is quick like a bunny get this done he's like you're right 
I really do need to improve if I'm going to deal with you blind. But if you do hire someone, I mean, how do you know they won't rob you blind? I mean, literally. (laughs) I didn't mean like I I know what you're saying happened, but I don't know. But it was funny. But he has learned that he. And even so, and even in the car when we're driving, I can I can still not see. But I said, why are you doing this? Why are you going that way? And I said, you know what? My senses, my other senses have <laughs> have improved even with the lack of one sense <laughs> I'm already. God. You're practically Spider-Man. It's like I'm a superhero. A blind superhero. A blind superhero. Not, superhero. No, not even a blind superhero. An eye dilated superhero. <laughs> a blurry visioned superhero. <laughs> God. That's me. Whereas the rest of the world just calls that normal because, you know, some people just have bad vision. (laughs) So I came home and I was just I was I said, I can't do anything. I can't get on my phone. I can't watch television. I mean, I can't read. I can't do anything. So I was just sitting on my bed with my glasses on. (laughs) Like I don't know what to do. And I said, should I just and I asked Daryl, I go, should I just like take a nap or something? He's like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. I go, I can't see. I don't know what to do. He's like, well, and then I'm thinking, I am literally the worst. I am the worst patient ever. I can't have any procedure done. I can never have plastic surgery. I can't do anything that's going to put me in a position of not being able to do stuff. Well, now, when you had your hernia fixed, you were actually a fine patient. I was a horrible patient, actually. The nurses did not complain. I was there most of the time. I mean, that's because I wanted out. So I was doing everything I could to get out. It was when I got home. The problem with that when you got home, you were pretty unruly. It was difficult for, you know, I refused to sit still. I I was doing things I shouldn't have been doing way before I should have been doing it. Mm -hmm. And of course, now looking back, I wish that I had simply sat still or stayed in bed and, you know, convalesced but i simply couldn't do it well you were just trying to will yourself to be better i guess it's just control and not having control at all and i said well i guess i'm just gonna have to be completely healthy forever and never and just die in my sleep when i'm like 100 and and be the one in charge of everything because if i'm not i'm gonna be difficult yeah that's i think that's just the way it is whereas you you love to be cared for yeah, I don't care what time it is. I don't care you what I eat. You enjoy it. You know, you I enjoy mean, very much others to care for you. Hey, why do you think I'm with someone almost five years younger than me? <laughs> it's because I know at some point, you know, I'm True. going to age and be old and, you know, but he'll still have that five years on me. And I'd be like, you're younger than me. You should know how to do these things. Like that's well, that always going to be hanging over his head. That is true. He should have, you know, expert vision and... At least a little better than yours. Well, you know, Kenzie, my 19-year-old, had her wisdom teeth pulled today. God, I told Victor that yesterday. I said, I'm like, I think all four of them were impacted, too. Because he's had his wisdom teeth pulled before. Yes. And I remember having to take care of him. Well, you know, your everybody's intentions are always pure in the beginning because they're vulnerable. And they mm-hmm. just caught out of surgery. And, you know, you're going to do your very best to make sure that all the instructions are followed. Things are going mm-hmm. to stay clear clean and you're gonna make sure they have everything they need and all of the things that you promised the doctor that you would do mm-hmm. Mackenzie was really really anxious she's never been under anesthetic ever mm-hmm. so she was super scared and I said I promise you this will be a piece of cake you'll be in and out before you know it it was like a 40 minute procedure it was nothing and so the nurse calls us back and she's sitting there with the gauze you know yeah <laughs> And she was totally druggy. She was just adorable. And she was so easy. She got in the car. <laughs> she was trying to talk. And she's like, Mommy. They, and she was talking like a little girl. That that happened before. I remember my friend Erin. Um, she got her wisdom teeth pulled. And her mom was telling us about it. And she's just like, she had to walk through. She had to thank all the staff before we left. <laughs> and then she says, as we were just about to walk out the door, there was a cup of pencils. So we had to stop and get some pencils. And, yes. you know, and I, I just mean, remember when Lauren, my first husband, got his wisdom teeth pulled. He kept applauding everyone that came in the room. I'm like, Lauren, stop clapping. I'm like, stop clapping at everyone. That's so funny. Because <laughs> he couldn't talk. He was just like... <laughs> <laughs> the sedation they put people under when they do wisdom teeth is so hilarious. I mean, all of those videos that people post oh, of their God, loved so ones. Funny. Yeah, I told I told Daryl. I said, look, I realize that it's really fun and trendy to 
take videos of your children or you know spouses being mm-hmm. under this anesthetic i said i find it cruel i'm not doing it so don't right. even ask i can't do it i think it's mean and so we didn't but she she goes mom they poked me in the hand it hurts <laughs> what is this why do i have this and i said honey it's a band-aid it's for your iv it's all done it's over it's not there anymore and she goes i can't feel my lip and she was really upset the doctor comes in he goes we gave her a lot of anesthetic she's not going to feel anything until later this evening she'll be uncomfortable but she'll be all right you know change her gauze blah 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 she goes i hate the gauze i hate the the gauze gauze. and i said well you're bleeding you kind of have to have it so we put her in the wheelchair and she we wheel her out and she's talking i have no idea i left my phone at home i don't know where it is you know so it's okay she was very concerned about many things and so we get her in the car and she's recovering you know she's she hates that she can't feel her chin it's making her angry is it still numb he said she'd be numb all day oh okay because he didn't want her to feel any pain until no you got to get her medication and get her on that so that way it's not you know well she's done her advil we've got her norco so she's and she's looking forward to it so she'll be getting that soon but she's being a terrible patient and i said you're being really you're being a really stubborn terrible patient Mackenzie. and you need to sit down and you need to relax and daryl's like oh i wonder i mean you know why would she be so stubborn and difficult? I <laughs> where mean, who where did her she mother? get that from? Yeah. I wonder who her parent is. Just give her the Norco. She'll go to sleep. That's what I'm thinking. Just I think I'm just going to give her the Vic. I would just give her the one and let her go to sleep because yeah. actually that's the best healing for you is, is rest. No, That's what I thought too. And I, that's why she, and I took her phone away and I said, I'm taking your phone away, but I want to play Diaz. And I said, no, God. none of it. Yeah. Well, hopefully she's, uh, she does okay. The first day isn't so bad. It's usually the second day that it's Yeah. Really, they said the second and third day will be the yeah, worst. It's really not good. Um, okay, so I wanted to tell you this. I actually wanted to tell it to you in the beginning, but I didn't get a chance to. So last night, you know, after my eyes were no longer dilated, we decided to go out for sushi. Okay. It's up in Folsom, the Palladium, which is so beautiful. There's beautiful stores and, you know, Victoria's Secret and H&M and the sushi place. And there's just, they've really made it really pretty up in Folsom. So we're walking into the sushi place and they opened a Victoria's Secret store across the street. Oh. And I went, I've never seen that before. And I was thinking about getting Mackenzie some new sweats for today. And I said, we should go there after dinner. And so we'll go over there. I love Victoria's Secret. I don't stay in the stores very long because I get really overwhelmed because there's so much product. And when you really start getting through it, you don't really like a whole lot of the stuff. Mm -mm. So I... I kind of prefer shopping Victoria's Secret online. That's just my thing. Yeah. But I do like going to the stores because they're really cool and they smell good and, you know, they're just kind of neat. And it was kind of towards the end of clothes. And this was one of the big ones. And so we open up the door and we walk right in. And I swear to God, Paula, we walk in and it smells like a dirty laundry room. Ew. Like it smelled like dirty clothes. And I said, you have got to be kidding me. Why? Did somebody it, dirty just walk in? No, they closed in like 10 minutes. And they and the place wasn't a disaster like they had had some, you know, mad rush Giant of sale or something. A bunch yeah. of college girls coming in and digging through all the clothes, you know. It was clean and but it smelled and I said I would never purchase one item of clothing in this store. It smells so bad. I would just assume everything had vaginal discharge in it. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Of all the stores in all the world, Victoria's Secret is not the store to not smell good when you walk in the door. No, definitely not. Because it's all genitals. It's about, the store is about covering genitals of it's all covering kinds. covering up your secrets. <laughs> Why would it smell bad in there? Why would it smell like a Did dirty hamper? Did they use hamper? like a dirty mop or something to bop the floor or? No, it was clothes. Gross. It was clothes. And Gross. I just thought, I almost, I mean, I didn't say anything because, you know, the people working there are like, infants so it's not like they're gonna do anything they're just gonna go oh, that old bitch you know yeah, they're not really. gonna they're not gonna do anything it probably smells so, like their bedrooms you know exactly when they so delint their little black blazer for work whatever's clean they pulled off the floor and that's what they're wearing right and so i'm walking through the store quickly swiftly walking through the store you know daryl's like oh you look good in this oh you look good in that and i turn to him i go don't you smell how bad it is in there? <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Like, how could you even be looking at lingerie right now? Because he's in a lingerie store and he's a guy <laughs> and bad smells don't occur to them. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like, they, I don't They, like, try to sniff for their own farts. That's just, you know, how guys are. It's true. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't register them as foul. They're just like, oh. Do they even recognize odor? Like, do they, unless it's coming out of them, do they even recognize that it's not uh, I good? Guess, I mean, it has to be pretty bad, but I mean, I mean, it was, you know what? For the most part, if something smells, they're just like, yeah, it smells bad, but I mean, what, why do I got to talk but what? about it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what are you going to do? It smells. <laughs> I don't know, but I just said, this is such, this is so repellent to me. So he goes, you're really going through the store quickly. And I said, well, I really think I want to leave. And we just left. Be like, I'm not here for the foreplay, young man. We are here <laughs> with a purpose. I didn't bring you here to, you know, get your juices flowing so that yeah. when we got home, you know, me and my half blind eyes can pretend you're someone else. As my eyes weep <laughs> tears. Shall I wear my glasses? What, my sunglasses? Why we Did do I it? Did I ever tell you about the Victoria's Secret story when I was pregnant? No. Okay, so what? I was pregnant with Ryan. And Victor and I were at the mall. And I was pretty big pregnant. But okay. I needed some underwear. And right. so we go in there. And we were in Roseville. And this lady handed me, you know, those little blacks, like, uh, pop-up baskets. Like, you know, they, oh, yeah. they they sink to the floor. But then as soon yes. as you pull it up, it you know, it opens. Right. And so we were in there, not even a minute. And I had, like, four different women ask me if I needed help or if I needed something. And I'm sifting through the underwear. And so I'm like, no, I don't need help. I'm all, do I look like I'm incapable of purchasing my own underwear? <laughs> You know, I'm like, like, I've never bought them before. I'm like, I don't need help. And so I'm just like, I I slammed the black bag down on the underwear. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. (laughs) You were having none of it. I I was like seven months pregnant. You know what? Nobody has any tolerance when you're that large. We went to motherhood, the maternity store. Yes. You know, I was looking at something and the lady's like, "Uh, can I help you with anything? And Victor's like, thank you. He just, he just shouted at her, thank you, because he oh, was no. so afraid I was going to, like, you know, lose it, have a meltdown again. Well, you know what, though? They do. They do go overboard. My God, I'm just like, they it's do. bras and underwears. Like, I don't need help purchasing those things. I'm well into my 30s. I know what <laughs> I need. Clearly, I know how to, to dress myself. Right. I'm not showing oh, up in nothing. assuming because I'm pregnant that I don't wear panties? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> are you calling me a whore? <laughs> That's so funny. But God, so I don't really. I'm with you. I'd rather shop online. And speaking of, this was really interesting, and I and it didn't like bother me or anything. But whenever I've gone into a Victoria's Secret, I've always wondered why don't they ever have men work there? I mean, I it's obvious because they help you with bra fittings and things of that nature. So it would make sense that a man would not work at a Victoria's Secret. But uh, there yeah. was there was a young man working there. At like the cash register or? He was folding bras and panties, but he was very gay. Well, I mean, that would be the only way it's possible. Otherwise, some straight guy would be caught in the corner, like licking the crotches or something. (laughs) Smelling all the tried on clothes. (laughs) Yeah, the the straight guy would be like, I got the fitting rooms. Oh yeah, we need someone to do recovery in the fitting room. I'm on it. No problem. (laughs) You can count on me. I'll do returns. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) The holidays are almost here, which means it's time to start your shopping. The Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com is a great place to do just that, especially if you do what Jamie and Paula did and sign up for an Amazon Prime membership. And right now, you can get a 30-day trial of Amazon Prime for free if you use the link at our Ugly Mall. You'll find Amazon and other online shopping links there just by visiting UglyTruth.com. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. She's got diamonds in her eyes. That she likes to hide Seeking you'll find The hard and seeking kind She's got rings Like, this happens to me every time. Something new, like, news comes out. Yeah. And, like, within six hours, I'm so over it that I don't want to keep reading about it. I agree. So, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton... Gwen Stefani, pop, you know, pop singer, ska, all that kind of stuff. Blake Shelton, so like, girl. total hick. Oki. Country, yeah, total Oki. Like, mm-hmm. still an Oki. Lives in Oklahoma. Yes. 
they are dating. Yes. And it's just, you know, really big news right now. Well, they're huge. They're powerhouses. Yeah, they are very important people. They both are on The Voice together. Yes. What I didn't realize was such the age gap, because he is, I think, 37 and she's 46. Really? She's 46? Which I shocked me because she she's a, older than me. She has a 20 month old. What? So she gave birth at 44. Well, good for her. I, crazy? I know. And she looks ridiculous. I mean, she's gorgeous. She's had dad work, right? I mean, there's no one. No one has no wrinkles. I hope so. Unless 46. you're so fair skinned, you just can't see them. But you know what? She hasn't aged in 20 years. She looks exactly the same. I know. I have to imagine that she's ha- she has an amazing someone behind the scenes giving her some injections and she's skinny she's super skinny yeah she really is she's got a good body too she does i mean when i say skinny i mean she's slim she's She's not skinny she's not you know she's very slim she's just fit she actually looks slimmer now than when she was in her earlier days of No Doubt. Because when she was in No Doubt, like... She had that cute little belly pudge. Well, and she just kind of... Everybody loved it. She had a boyish figure. Yeah. She always wore those low-slung, like, pants or, yeah. or something. And then, a like, a bra top or whatever. Right. But she had this little... Her belly was super flat, she but she kind of had, had like baby fat still. J- but she, ways. everybody thought it was just the cutest thing ever well, it because was the cutest thing ever. Well, she's, I mean, a, she's gorgeous. Who can wear low rise pants and a bra top in front of you know a million people? Well, and not then me. jump up and down. Yeah, and not me, <laughs> not no. me at all. No. So they are officially dating. I have seen photos of them, and it is very cute. It Blake is cute. Shelton has said, you know, he's just at a great place in his life, and he's very happy and excited about the things that are going on. And <laughs> Way to rebound so quickly, Blake. Well, okay, so that it's was hard. My it's question. hard for me to be happy for him. That was my question. Was did you watch the Country Music Awards at all? No, but I read enough about okay. it. I know he was there, but and you know, thank God he had some taste and didn't bring her with him. No, no, no. God, and that would have been so to, shitty. They went to one after party and then they flew back to Los Angeles. Hmm. I guess that's my question: is what is the appropriate length of time to wait? You know, to date someone else. I understand what you're saying. I have to tell you, however, I'm a little torn on the whole thing. First of all, it is no secret and it is truth that Blake was cheating on his first wife with Miranda Lambert. Yes, that's true. Okay. And that went on for a really long time. And then he got divorced and they still then they were publicly seeing each other and then they finally got married and then that didn't last. So they were actually together quite a bit before they actually split up. I think they were together for like nine, nine years or 10 years is what I'm reading. I think they yeah, they met when she was like 23. Yeah. Okay. so now it it doesn't matter how old you are, but, you know, being someone's mistress and then you you marry them, you marry the man that you've been screwing around with. Right. There's a really good chance it's not going to work out. Yeah, that's probably true. It is what it is. I mean, yes, there are those rare occasions in which it does. But overall, most people who marry their mistress, it does not work out. And this did not work out. From what I understand, and and I've done quite a bit of research, there's, like, I guess she had carried on, you know, like, lengthy affairs Mm -hmm. with people, you know, not related to country music. Hmm. And... He had been suspicious of her behavior, so he surprised her at one of her shows, and he actually caught her, like, in the act of, like, you know, being all over this su- supposed road crew person that really? someone had said, like, oh. Where did you hear that? I was reading this. And oh, okay. so that's why he filed for a divorce. And the waiting period in Oklahoma is like 10 days. Yeah, it's nothing. So, so it was quick. So she was upset about it because... You know, she didn't obviously want to divorce him, but on the same well, she token, she can't never take and eat it too, right? And so I think she kind of like understood it too. Yeah, let's be honest. You and I have talked about this multiple times. Why women cheat? Well, right. There obviously okay. is something else going on. Yeah. So I mean, not that it's, it doesn't justify anything, but that's kind of my point. It's like it's really hard for me to feel bad for any of these people because they were kind of crummy in the beginning anyway, right. and they're kind of getting their justice now right you know it just didn't work out but 
at least he's not being a complete a-hole and he's entitled to see other people they're not married anymore. well that's the thing is is like i think it's hard for us because you know here in california it's a minimum of six, six months, months yeah. before your divorce and that's assuming that you you know there's not a lot of divorces going on because right. it could take longer just by sheer you know numbers ahead of you yes and let's be honest men rebound very quickly oh, God. they don't like being alone period and if and they, they are need out of to feel valid and they need to jump back into the saddle as quickly as humanly possible after something like that breakup or a divorce of any kind you know separation whatever mm-hmm. they are on to the next woman and it's a transitional thing. These two aren't going to be together forever. We all know this. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. This is, is a transitional relationship, and it's a good one, by the way. He's younger than her. She has three young boys. I know. He has no children. Well, I have to tell you that if I was going to Stefani and Blake Shelton was my option, I would take it. Well, duh. In a second, I would climb that tree for as long as I felt <laughs> like he it. He is so tall. He is oh, so God. Tall. So the reason why I'm already kind of like over it, even though they just Mm -hmm. announced it like two days ago, is everything's starting to pop up. Like, you know, how Miranda Lambert feels. Oh, I know. know. The backstory as far as, you know, when he was on The Voice and he was married to Miranda, she was jealous about their interaction. And he's like, I don't even like her. She's too thin. And that's not even true because Christina Aguilera was the girl. Well, Gwen's done two years ago. She was the. Oh, yeah. On the show. Right. And then. You know, now talking, I guess there's rumors that they've already penned a duet that they're going to sing together. And I'm like, he did oh. one with Christina. Maybe he banged her, too. God, I hope not. <laughs> that girl's like a it. pork sausage. I can't stand she her. She was pregnant at the time anyway. But yes, I know what you're saying. So now it, they've it's... penned some love song. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because mm. that worked out so well for Nick and Jessica, too. You know? <laughs> oh, God. That you was like what? the worst song either one of them ever produced. You know, and Gwen luckily is older and you know she's been around the entertainment industry long enough they're gonna ride this out by the way she was wearing jeans the other the last photo i saw yeah not a good look for her she can't country herself up she, yeah that's she not had who she jeans is. and like a black puffy jacket but then she was also holding a glass of white wine <laughs> oh, god you know what can we how about we not put the oki in the socal how about if we take the oki and put him in the socal or let's, let's, why let's la just... him up a bit don't go the oklahoma route necessarily gwen you're an la girl you're a socal girl orange just, county girl yeah she was born in orange county i let's mean let's just stick stick with what you're what you're good at why don't they just let each other be what be they are? who they are because he can't it's kind of like, you know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of Pretty in Pink or Valley Girl, where the guy from the valley falls for the rich girl. Yeah. And they're trying to make it work. And their friends are like, why are you dating him? He's so valley. Or you're so valley. Why are you dating this boy? And it's like, it's never going to work. You're never going to make it. You know, it's yeah, just crazy. I mean, that's true. As much as you'd like to believe their careers are just careers, it's not. Mm-hmm. It basically encompasses their whole persona. I mean, what what is he going to start wearing lamb jackets? Is he going to start going <laughs> to this fancy? Is he going to start going to Paris Fashion Week with Kim Kardashian and oh my Kanye. God. Well, that was the funny is the picture it showed them. She's holding a glass of wine, white wine. He's got a styrofoam cup, you know, oh, not red solo. Oh, shocker. no. And, you know, he's got the big grin on his face. I mean, he's getting laid. He's happy. He's, getting he's laid, fine. But he's also like boinking one of like the hottest the most women in the world. Hottest women of our century, yes. you know, basically. And she's probably just loving the gentleman, you know, because her last husband was a band called Bush. <laughs> and come on, he was a greasy bohunk. Gavin Rosdale, well, you know, yeah. I didn't really. He, he's not ugly. No, I, w- I wasn't disgusted by him but no, no no i think what was probably the struggle is is he clearly wasn't the breadwinner and blake <laughs> no. shelton is making some bank he's doing just fine yes financially. he's just fine like he could yes build her a house and fuck her in it as you would say yes all i know is that if i was in that world i would absolutely welcome blake shelton into my room and i would just into your secrets into my secrets and let him do things to me that 
you know, whatever you wanted, almost, except for anal. Producer Deb, this, this is options talking, by the way. Yes. Hey, I'm pretending I'm Gwen Stefani right now. I'm telling oh. my backstory, remember? <laughs> okay, okay. Blake Shelton wouldn't give me a... He wouldn't even see me in a crowd. He'd scan over and go, who? What? Oh, that person? Because you're not no, blonde. No, no, no. I sleep with people like Gwen Stefani, Miranda Lambert. I do not do housewives from Northern <laughs> California. Sorry. Well, what do you think Gwen Stefani is? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes, she is, you know, a famous musician and all of those things and songwriter yes. and all of that. But she, she's a mother, too. Listen, at the end of the day, when the lights are out, all cats look the same. <laughs> right? It is true. <sighs> that is true. Oh, but he's just so good looking. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, when I, my eyes were dilated, I needed to take a shower really bad because I did the lip and clip to go to the optometrist. And then I started getting concerned. And, and because I couldn't do anything, and I'm sitting on the bed with my sunglasses on. I asked Daryl, I said, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you Google something for me? He said, what do you want me to Google? I said, can you please Google, can you take a shower when your eyes are dilated? Why wouldn't you be able to take a shower with your because eyes Because your pupils are huge and I didn't want things to get in there. He said, and so then we proceeded to bicker about it. And he said, honey, you can get, nothing is going to happen. I go, well, your eyes are exposed. I don't know. I just want to make sure. What if I get soap in them? I mean, Did the doctor tell you to abstain from normal <laughs> activities? Well, you can't drive. You can't do anything. You can't see anything. I just wanted to make sure that if I got water in my eyes or shampoo with my eyes dilated, that I wasn't going to cause any kind of damage. You'd be lucky you even found the shampoo to use it on your hair. Right. You'd probably be like dad who has to wear glasses in the shower because the last time he didn't, he gave himself a flea dip. <laughs> I don't remember that. That happened one time. <laughs> shampoo doing in the shower they had given one of the cats a bath because it had fleas and they left the shampoo in there so he just grabbed wow. a bottle of shampoo and washed his hair and he thought it smelled weird and so then he showed the bottle to our stepmom and she's like that's flea shampoo you moron yeah. that's so fun. i'm sure it was her fault though right everybody's but his everybody's so i said can you just please google it he goes fine i'll google it but i'm telling you you can you can shower with your eyes dilated i said would you just do it so he googled it he goes here here this is what it says there's nothing wrong with your eyes you can you can you can take a shower (laughs) and i said how can i trust you that you're actually reading it and you're not just saying what you want to say i can't read anything and he's like i'm reading it he goes and then it says by the way what does washing your hair have to do with your eyes being dilated my point exactly i said fine so i showered and and all was well i just would have told you like then don't shower wait until tomorrow no that was impossible so if you were going to shower anyway why go through the trouble of having him google everything because i would have just washed my body and i would have waited to to wash my hair ridiculous i know i'm so high maintenance sometimes not always drama queen i'm not a drama queen queen. i just want i just want the facts before i go and do my own thing it wasn't covered in your pamphlet that they sent with you in fact they don't even send home pamphlets (laughs) when you get your eyes dilated because they just figure common sense will kick in you know don't drive don't you know don't wash your hair don't juggle knives you know (laughs) any other things that could cause you harm you know well you know normally i would have prepared myself prior to getting the dilation but i wasn't thinking clearly so it's been a week you know what i'm saying i mean blake and gwen and i know children going to virginia and you know surgeries and god it's halloween i mean i'm just halloween and what's so funny is the wig Mm -hmm. i don't think anybody got what your wig was but you because everyone kept talking about frozen when they saw you i know they thought i was elsa Everybody did. They're like, oh, mom, look, it's Elsa. She's like, I'm Drago or whatever that thing is. Or Oh, Khaleesi. Yeah. Whatever that is. You know what I did? I stopped correcting people. It didn't matter. All I know is it was really funny how producer Dove's walking around with his little plastic Darth Vader hat on and all (laughs) the little boys in the neighborhood literally stopped and stared at him thinking he was the real Darth Vader. Well, it was also because he had on repeat on his cell phone the Darth Vader theme music. I know. I can't say it because it always turns into the death march, but <laughs> yeah, I know he had that about. song on there. He so he was did. walking up and down the street and all the little boys are like, wow. And they're like, oh, it's Darth Vader. Yes. I'm like, you have no idea. Okay, so I think it's time for our ugly and awkward moment of the week. All right. <laughs> So I had told you a while back 
that we have this coin slash pawn shop here in Elk Grove that we go to every now and then. Yeah, the sexy owner. Yes, the guy okay. that I think is adorable and have a yes. crush on. So um, because it's literally like a half a mile from our house, occasionally we bump into him at different, you know, establishments and such. So oh dear. we were getting gas and Victor was pumping the gas and I was inside and we had just eaten and I could have sworn I had something in my tooth. And so oh. I was like... <laughs> pulling string out of my sock i was just trying to find something to like the top of my sock i got it i got it and so i found finally uh you know because business cards weren't working you know nothing (laughs) it's like it was a really tight like you're like i hate it yeah you're trying to get something and so i finally found a bobby pin and i had the mirror like the visor down and the mirror open and Mm -hmm. i'm you know bit the tip off the bobby pin off Mm -hmm, the plastic thing which is not as easy as it once was by the way it used to be so easy i don't know what they're doing to them now but i know i yeah. agree i used to take them off all the time and i would get in so much trouble <laughs> i know i don't bite them know. off i don't know why we did that but i don't know but mom would get pissed yeah so i had that thing jammed in my tooth like as you know trying desperately to get this thing out of there mm-hmm. victor starts tapping on my window and i'm like what you know because now my my gums are irritated i'm like getting <laughs> mad and you know i still feel like i have the meat in my tooth and yes so he like kind of pointed overwards and I'm like, what? And I was just like, I just kind of ignored him. I, I didn't really pay attention because sure. I figured I'm like, if it's that important, you'll make me roll down my window and tell right. you, tell me. So I'm picking at my tooth. So he gets in the car and he's laughing and I'm like, what are you laughing at? And he's just like, <laughs> you know, our coin shop guy. I'm like, yeah, he's like, he's right there pumping gas. And so I bend down to look beneath the visor yeah. and he's looking over and he's smiling and he waves at me and I'm like, oh, hi. Oh my god! <laughs> so he had been looking in the car to kind of watching like you do all of trying this? to get my attention so he could wave or something like that. Because oh, Victor's Paula. like, "Oh, Paula and the kids are in the car," you know, blah blah blah. <gasps> and so I'm in there. I've got my you know mouth as <clears throat> wide open as possible with a oh, no. bobby pin in there, picking at my tooth. And that's why Victor was laughing because he thought he knew I would be embarrassed once I realized who. You know it was. what? And it's like these are the things you don't see in the beginning of a relationship. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So it's like, oh, my God. It's like, what now? What now? There's no mystery. Yeah. I could care less if Victor saw me flossing. You know, I floss my butt or whatever. I don't know. But, I mean, not the pawn shop guy. (laughs) Oh, God. Of all things. At least you weren't picking your nose or something. But, I mean, I was really, like, going at it. You were really getting in there. The only thing I think he saw was probably, like, up my nostrils and in my mouth. Because the visor was covering that is so embarrassing. No, God. But then I was just like, "Thanks for telling me." And he's like, "I pointed over there, like you know." Although I have to, I have to say, Paula, even if they were perfect strangers, why are you doing this in a place where people can see you do it? I was desperate. I had a yeah. gnawing something in my tooth. And, I understand. I know, do understand. Just, you know, it's like where you almost like are hoping we're actually like a piece of floss will just appear, or <laughs> it's like or something. Well, your car has many things on it in it. Oh, you think that's something. I, that's what I, I was starting to feel like a Bear grills. I'm like, there's got to be <laughs> something in here. I can make something out of something to get this floss. I'm just like, doesn't anyone have a safety pin or something? I <laughs> oh, can just God. stab into my tooth and... Yikes. God, I was so embarrassed. But it's I like, think Vicky Cartley did it on purpose. Oh, hello. Because he knew I was picking at my tooth. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Okay, so this one happened last night. Like I said, we decided to go to sushi. And there's a place up in Folsom near that smelly Victoria's Secret where we went. Right. It was pseudo busy. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm really not a fan of being sat at the table in the middle of the restaurant. No, nobody likes that. It's so annoying. And not only that, but whenever the door opened, a big, huge waft of cold air would come through. I hate that. Really annoying. But there was nowhere else to sit. And so we literally, we just got like the the last table available. So we sat down. I ordered tea because it was freezing. So we're sitting there just chit-chatting, you know, looking at all the other people around. And the waiter shows up and he's talking. And so I turn and, I, and he goes, hi there. And I turn to my right and I go, oh, hi. And he was talking to the table next to us. <laughs> were these tables well they were they i mean he could stand in between us were your but when eyes i turned to dilating? say hi i saw his back <laughs> and i'm like i go hi and i went oh i'm like oh you're not talking to me did daryl see you 
Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. I just would have told him, like, oh, my eyes are still a little dilated. Like, Jamie, <laughs> you had that done last week. Like, God, I wish. It. And so I was like, <laughs> and, but what's worse is I'm like, oh, you're not talking to me. And I'm like, I'm like, this is embarrassing. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Oh, my God. But he heard me. And so the waiter, <laughs> the waiter turns back around after he, whatever he does, he goes, can I get you something? Are you ready to order? And I was like. I'm surprised um, he didn't be like, hello, I'll be right with you. <laughs> nothing. I know. And so I turned to Daryl. I'm like, honey. Would you like to answer the man? Because I'm mortified. I go, I asked him, I go, did you, did you even notice that I did that? He goes, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I said, well, why didn't you say anything? He goes, well, what is there to say? He literally turned around and started talking to you. He's learned over the years. What's There's he going to point out? Oh, honey, I'm sure that was really embarrassing. He wasn't, you know. Wasn't that embarrassing when you thought you were talking and it was his butt and not his face? Then you should have been like, sorry, do you have a breath mint? (laughs) I couldn't believe it. And what was worse is we're in the middle of the restaurant and it wasn't like I went, oh, hello. I'm like, hi. Why are you like sure before you do things? Why are you sure before you do things? I I mean, come on. Gnawing at yourself with a broken bobby pin. What are the odds that my local pawn crush would be there (laughs) pumping gas right next to us? You know what? The only way it would have been worse if it had been like an like an old booty call or something. God, I just would have pretended not to see him. I'd been at like, least Victor wouldn't have known that. Know, but he knows I have a crush on the pawn guy. Oh, so he, yeah. like, you so know. he was just l- relishing this moment. Oh, he that's why he was laughing so much because he's oh, just God. like, you know, uh, our pawn coin guy's over there. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Where? What? I don't even think I know his name anymore. Okay, so I don't know who wins. I think it's a it's I don't know. That was pretty funny. I don't know. Both are pretty funny. We'll Uh, give each other. We'll we'll say we split. Okay. I was watching Overboard the other day. One of my most favorite movies. It's the part at the end when he's trying to tell everybody that they're not really married and that she's not his wife, right? Right. uh Uh-huh. And he tells the kids, come on, guys, you know, tell her the truth. And they're like, we like her dad. You know, they're not going to say anything. So he starts yelling at them. And and then she goes, don't you talk to my children like that right you know and it was funny i'm watching and i go you know what because daryl's sitting there with me and i said you know a mother could be from a trailer park in the ozarks or a manhattan penthouse and if the dad starts yelling at her kids in front of her and she thinks it's unjustified (laughs) it doesn't matter where they're from they all can do that tone don't you You talk talk to my children like that and they suddenly become my children not they're not his they're my children (laughs) they're my children you get this haughty like almost english accent i know and you're like don't you speak to my children that's the way who do you think you're talking to (laughs) but we all do it i've done it you've done it of course i've done it we've all done it it just always makes me laugh when it gets when i ever it's just like suddenly they're just my children like they're not his they're only mine (laughs) yeah that's right and well but then if there could be other occasions where i'm like your daughter just did this (laughs) exactly it's like do you know what your son did (laughs) and then they're suddenly just his children because all of a sudden they're they're yours it's like anything bad they're his children right (laughs) anything good they're my children absolutely well i think that's a wrap for this week i think so everyone for uh, Mm. listening november and december are crucial months for the amazon shopping world we'll post different links on our facebook page throughout the months to um, make it easier for you just to click on them but it's really quite easy as well if you just go to our ugly truth page Click on our ugly mall and then there's an Amazon link there and then you do your shopping and then a portion of that money comes back to the show and helps us keep on trucking. Actually, what I was going to say is if even if you shop through Amazon with our Ugly Truth page, if you're not a Prime member yet, you must. It is so worth the money. Oh, it really is. I mean, it really is. There's really no consequence to the Prime membership because I can't tell you how many times I've ordered things from Amazon like three times in one week, but yeah. it was free shipping each time and it got here in two days. And they all come together sometimes. Sometimes, awesome. yeah. Yes. So Makes check Christmas that shopping out. really easy. We also have our Avon site. So if you are getting like little niece uh, presents, you can get them like little lip gloss kits or nail polish kits or fun little things for, you know, just a few dollars. So I love um, the Avon Christmas stuff. It's really convenient when you have Mm -hmm. a large family, especially like ours, and you have, you know, 10 girls and two boys, what you're going to get. Although I will say, I really like their makeup brushes. Yes, I do. Avon's like their makeup, makeup brushes, brushes are really good. Yeah, I I have um 
a couple of their, like, I have a smudger, I think, a crease brush, mm. and some other things, just, you know, because I bought all that eyeshadow, so I had to oh, that's right. Try <laughs> get to the right perfect brushes, smoky eyes. Yes, so <laughs> other than that, everyone have a fabulous week. Hope you had a good Halloween, and we'll see you next time. Bye! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Ugly Truth. If you're interested in keeping up with The Uglies, then follow them on Twitter, at The Ugly Truth, friend them at facebook.com slash uglytruth, or leave comments on our shows at uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E truth.com. Until next time, be ugly and own it.